friends, and welcome to DJ in Real Life. This is your boy DJ, and this is my real life on the internet, or way one can call a real life on the internet. Welcome back. It's been a while. Hope everybody's doing okay, especially with this coronavirus stuff. Me, I've been all right. I honestly believe I'm handling this a lot better than most folks, simply because my lifestyle hasn't actually changed all that much, save for the lack of dancing at the club and the eternal search for hand sanitizer. Anyway, after a long layoff, DJ in real life is finally back on the air. With some changes, as some of you might have already noticed. I was hoping to do a different show today and talk about some of those changes, but alas, something happened recently that is forcing me to put that show on the back burner for now. Back at the end of April, I lost an old friend of mine named Cheryl Wade to a car crash on the west side of Columbus. I don't know much about the details of what happened in that crash, but in any case, her death really broke my heart. Before I get into the why on that, I guess I'll start at the beginning. I met her at club dance on the east side of Columbus one night while dancing with my crew. She was one of the hottest looking girls I'd ever met in person. Though I definitely would have dated her if she'd wanted it, with what both of us faced at any one time way back when, it was probably better we just stayed friends. Now, even though we were just friends, we hung out a lot together. There was the club, obviously. Then there was those long talks we'd have, either on the phone or in a parking lot, or at the old Denny's on Main Street on the east side. I think it's a city barbecue now, but I don't know. Anyway, we'd talk about the folks we knew and the things going on around us, but the one thing we did talk a lot about was professional wrestling. We were both fans, and she said she was related to a couple of big names in the business, but I don't know how true that was. The only thing I do know about her in regard to wrestling was that one night at Club Dance, a bunch of WCW wrestlers came out to the club. I personally witnessed Marcus Bagwell at a time before he joined the New World Order. He kept trying to hit on her all night, and for the most part, she kept blowing him off. That was freaking hilarious. In the time frame we both went to that club in the mid to late 90s, she was probably hit on more times by guys than collectively any other woman I've known in my life. And that was just in a two-plus year period. I told you she was hot, and to be honest, it was probably a really good thing we didn't hook up back then because I'd probably be really jealous of the attention she'd be getting from other guys. I wasn't mature enough or ready to handle stuff like that back then anyway, so it may have been a blessing in disguise we just stayed friends. Oh, and she was a die-hard Michigan Wolverine and Pittsburgh Steelers fan, so those were already deal-breakers, but I digress. Now, I have to admit it wasn't always sunshine and rainbows between us. There were times I had to save her from some stalkers, with one time a weirdo even tried to take her straight out of my car after I took her home from the club one night. I had to find a place for us to hide so the guy wouldn't find us. On a separate note, she also did something that became one of the factors that led to me leaving Columbus in 1998. I'm not going to get into any details on that because that's still pretty personal, but there was a 10-year period where we didn't talk at all. She finally found me through MySpace. God, that's a site I haven't thought about in ages. We caught up on our lives, and I told her what happened to me way back in 98, and her role in it. She felt really bad about that, but we did work it out, and we had our friendship back, even if our lives were both different. I should note that we hadn't actually talked that much in the last five years, except for some happy birthdays here and there, but that was due more to being busy with our individual lives than anything else. That happens sometimes. However, the fact that we won't ever be able to talk like we used to, that hurts. I mean, after all the ups and downs we've had over the years, I can't believe we won't be able to have any more deep talks like back in the day. That is probably the one big thing I will miss about her, the ability to have deep conversations about stuff and people with her. Beyond that, she went through a ton of stuff in the last 25 years that I'd known her. 
giving birth to two beautiful girls and raising them as a single mom, having to deal with cancer in 2013. The last deep talk I actually had with her was around the time her mom died back in 2015. Honestly, I was hoping she would be able to see her girls grow up and see her potentially have happiness in her life. As much as I'm going to miss her, I know that one day we will see each other again and maybe we'll have more of those talks then. Until that time, Cheryl, peaceful journey to you and rest in peace, old friend. That's all I have for right now. So with that, I bid you adieu. Thanks for listening today. Don't forget to subscribe to DJ in Real Life on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, as well as the YouTube channel. You can also connect and keep up with the show through the Facebook and Twitter pages dedicated to the podcast. DJ in Real Life was produced by Hillbilly Vampire Productions, copyright 2020, all rights reserved. Until next time, folks, this is your boy DJ saying take care, God bless, and though I'm really going to miss Cheryl, heaven just got its newest angel. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>